This is Reverend Chuck Blair. Welcome to our weekly podcast on New Church Live. So again, welcome to New Church Live. Great to have you folks here. And this is part of our series we're doing on courage. What does courage look like? And how can we find lives, live lives that are courageous? And that courage, as we talked about last week, it's not always big and dramatic and heroic. Most of the time, it's quiet. It's understated. Completely observable. Incredibly powerful. And quiet. Motherhood obviously has very, very big parts of that. You know, I think to my own mom and, and you know, her work at just, just watching my mom really over the years try to be interested in the things that I'm interested in. And I can remember way back, it was this, I had this thought this morning, you know, I really loved football. And I, I played my, my senior year, you know, I'm this, that, and the other thing. And my mom really tried to watch football hard. She really tried. And, and the game gets over, and I walk up to her, and I'm like, and she's like, honey, where did you play again? <laughs> she tried. Because, you know, and that's the way parenting goes. You know, parenting, it has its good days and its bad days. All the parents, please say amen. <laughs> it has times where we look at it and we think, this is for the kids and nights, where we think, like, boy, we did such a great job with you. And then other times, it's like, oh, my goodness, they're succeeding in spite of me. You know, parenting is up and parenting is down. And parenting takes so many different forms. Not everybody has parents in the traditional sense. They have other people who have filled that role for them. That's indeed a blessing. And I think that's why God is constantly using the analogy of parenting when he's talking about how he relates to us in all its different forms. I mean, that goes back to the very beginning of the Bible where where a story of creation, like the whole Bible starts out with this story of the, the breath of God stirring the waters, brewing over the waters. There's a beautiful word there, ruach, because that's so fun to say. Let's say that together. Ruach. That's a good word. You know, and what that is, that's Hebrew for the, for it's, it's the feminine noun Hebrew in Hebrew for, for spirit. And it also has a connotation of a, of a, of a brooding hen over its chicks. Beautiful stuff, beautiful imagery, again and again. And we see an imagery continued in Christ's message as well. And with that, as we look at courage, we can look at it three ways, three things that build it. We can look at that starting with this idea that love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. And we're going to be looking actually at these two words. We're going to look at the word bears, and we're going to look at the word kenosis. I love words. I love language. And I think these two words on Mother's Day are just kind of interesting. And they're from different parts of the Bible. This part is from that famous 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. I I do a lot of weddings. Almost everybody requests it. Uh, It's like a teenage boy being asked to play Stairway to Heaven. You know it's coming. Because it's such a beautiful, like, like Paul is just amazing what he wrote. You know, really read it sometime. I mean, it's incredible. Paul's not only talking about like, like marriage love, he's talking about love in all its forms. How we love as a community, as a church, as a world. And this phrase, I think, is so beautiful. The idea that, say, you say the B word there, love 
bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And there's a number of different ways we can hold that. One is we can look at it as it bears all things, like bears the weight of the world. Anybody bearing the weight of the world today? You know, that real heaviness, like that heavy, like bears, like grin and bear it. That phrase. Another way we can hold this. Love bears all things. Is in bears a child. Is in love gives birth to all things. Is that beautiful? Love bears all things. Gives birth to all things. A beautiful idea, and that idea from those first Christians. I mean, imagine these people. They've they've moved out of their their traditional faith, whatever that might have been. They're trying to join this new faith. And, and what is this new faith about? And, 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 you know, and, and what is this new faith about? And here's this beautiful line, and he's trying to describe to these people, guess what city they lived in, Corinth. You know, he's trying to describe to these Corinthians what exactly this faith should look like. And he says it should look like a love that gives birth to all things. Holds them, of course. Holds it, of course. And there are days where it does feel like we hold the weight of the world because some days are like that. It's not that you're wrong if you're feeling that weight today. And this is true as well. That there is a love, God's love, that can flow through us, that can give birth to all things. Now, beautiful as well to hold that word bears, and to take the word kenosis as well. Now that word, sorry, you guys are supposed to giggle when my phone goes off. All right, that's just Andy and Gay calling from Italy to say they're watching online. They really are. (laughs) They say hi. (laughs) <laughs> That's right, and happy birthday to her. So as, as we look at this, love gives birth to all things. And there's a second part of it as well, a beautiful part of it. about, And that's a, that's a second idea, and it's the idea of kenosis, a Greek word. And where does this phrase kenosis come from? Well, it comes in the book, Philippians, also written by Paul, and this is how that passage goes. Therefore, if you are encouraged being united with Christ, if you find comfort from his love, common sharing in the spirit, tenderness and compassion that make my joy complete, having the same love, having the same love, being one. Now, now here again, like I, I, you're going to see I'm going to use two colors here. Here's Paul, and this is, this is like 60 years after Christ had, had walked the earth, and he's saying like, look, this is what you're going to find. And here he's writing to a church in Philippia, not a church in Corinth. He's saying, you're going to find encouragement. You're going to find comfort. You're going to find love. You're going to find sharing. You're going to find tenderness. You're going to find compassion. You're going to find a unity of love, a oneness, being one in spirit and of mind. Next. Do nothing out of selfishness. So he's saying like, this is what you're going to find. And to find it, this is the sacred no. I want to say that word again. This is the sacred no. This is the bad cholesterol. <laughs> this is the stuff to push aside so that the good stuff can be present. Do nothing out of selfishness. That's kind of the big one that holds all this. 
Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage, but instead he made himself nothing by taking on the very nature of a servant. That idea of the the deep power of servant love. Now, I'm going to step over here. And what is this word kenosis? Like, what does, is the connotation of the word kenosis? What does it mean? Well, it means that deep emptying out. Kenosis means emptying out. And I think we can look at emptying out kind of one of two ways. And I know as a parent, I imagine for the moms in here, they'll resonate with this. Some days, emptying out looks like this. I'll raise your hand if you have felt that. Yes, yes. Can I share something, but you can't think less of me for it? You have to say yes. I am glad elementary school plays are done. There, I said it. (laughs) Don't anybody repeat that to my wife, please. You know that... Just that, yeah, you know, we, we just, parenting, just, it can leave you feeling really like, oh, I just, you know, I, I, I gave at work, <laughs> you know? And it's just, I feel a little empty today. Feel a little empty. And then there's this idea of kenosis. Pouring love into another. Pouring love into another. So you see, with both these two words, there's kind of two beautiful connotations. One is bearing all things is in the weight of the world. The other bearing is like giving birth to. Same with kenosis, that, that deep like, oh, I just feel empty. And that other part of emptying out completely. That's why in the new church we believe Easter, total on a, a theological side, but that's why we believe Easter is the greatest love story ever told. That emptying out of real love. And it's important, again, that we not treat these as either ors. Like within each one of these, there's sort of a more negative connotation, positive, negative, positive. But does life have negative and positive to it? Yes or no? (laughs) Yes. So I'm going to step back over here. And as the kids join us, the young adults from the Academy of the New Church start to line up here for their middle song for us, I'd ask you to think about how you can hold those tensions. What does that look like for you? Because parenting is hard, it's difficult, some days we feel emptied out, some days we feel like we're giving everything of love, and then we're going to be very privileged as well to hear from people who are in the middle of that work, as all of us are, giving voice to the incredible power, the incredible power of love. That idea of today, and what can we do today, how can that look, and how do these pieces all fit together? You know, there's many beautiful stories I can tell. I'm going to share a quick story, and then we're going to move to our panel. And it's, see, it's an example of how these things, like the mystery to me is, is how in God's economy this stuff kind of comes together. That in a way we can feel totally drained, and at the same time, that can create this outpouring of love. Go together. Crazy. Can I tell you a story about that? This is a story from a, a dear couple, dear, dear, dear couple, Max and Abby. And I, t- I tell this with their permission. Literally, she just texted me permission two minutes ago, so we're good. And, uh, you know, Max, very, very 
charming, wonderful guy, super big guy, super athletic, um, you know, finished law school, just took the bar exam. And Abby, likewise, just an amazing person. And we were talking with them. I was talking with them. I meet with couples before I do their wedding. And I said, you know, where have you each really feel seen and heard by the other? And Max just burst into tears. Max, can you tell me a little more? He said, yeah, Chuck, I failed the bar exam last week. And I came in and I told her. And she just listened. I give you some chills? You know? See, that's love. Yeah, you can see a moment that's empty. But you can also see a moment where it's a complete expression of love, and it's a complete expression of love on her part, because she simply listened, connected, took care in that moment. That's a little, I mean, after hearing that story, I thought, what do I have to offer to this couple? (laughs) They get it. We're blessed, and we have people in our lives who really see us and who really get us. And you join together with us on that journey of love. And with that, I would ask that we give a warm round of applause to welcome our panelists here today, Martha Pitcairn, Deneen, and Rachel. Please welcome them to the stage. Hey, Martha. Welcome. Uh, It's my pleasure to have the opportunity to be with a beautiful two women and with Chuck and with all of you on Mother's Day. Um, It is our intention in this uh, panel to offer today all the different forms of courageous love that we express by mother in our life. And there are people in this audience right now who have a mother love story, and they're lucky enough to have that. And there are people in this audience today that have a broken heart about mother. And it is our intention that this offering from these two beautiful women would be an offering to wherever you are in that process today. Um, the, the New Church Alive community has a big heart, and I want to challenge each of you to include every variety of mother and non-mother that is in this room, because we want everybody to walk away with the outpouring of love, so. So let's take a breath, close your eyes. Lord, we offer this opportunity to witness the emptying out of love into another, 
the bearing of love as an offering of healing of your love for each and every heart that it is in this room, that is in our world. And we open our hearts for this opportunity. Thank you. So I'm going to hand over the um, microphone. And these two beautiful women are going to share a bit about where they've come from and how they were brought together. All right, so my name's Rachel. Um, hello. <laughs> um, up. More? Okay. Um, so, how do you know this woman? Okay, um, so she's not my birth mom, but she's my mom, Neil. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> likes to take get a breath. breath to that. <laughs> Do we get to talk or do we just speak? Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll, so we'll start out with that. Um, so her and I and my family, Neil, that are sitting in the second row, um, we live next door to each other um, for about a few years. So... I grew up with my birth parents, um, and we just, our families became friends, and we would always do, I would do a lot of things with them, um, they would take me to dance, soccer, um, any type of sport, they were always involved in it, um, so we became like families one, with one another, um, so fast forward a few years, um, we both moved away, I think you guys moved away first, um, and I stuck around on the same block. Um, didn't have my best friends anymore at the time, but, uh, they moved away, and then I still stuck around and lived there. Um, a few years later, I, I moved away as well, and then we just didn't have a connection anymore. I mean, I didn't have my two best friends, Haley and Alexis, who are now my sisters now. I'm really bad at speaking, but I'm going good right now. Um... So, yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, you are. So I didn't have them, but... Huh? Thank you. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so how did we meet again? So I lived with my birth parents. Um, I lived with my mom. I lived with my dad. He had full... My birth father. He had full custody of me, and then my birth mother um, lived with her, too. It just... It wasn't working out. Um, a lot of negativity, toxicity. Um, I just... I couldn't, I wanted more from what my birth parents could give me. So, um, posted it out on social media as a teenager, just, you know, just wanting to find something more. And, um, Denine, mom, um, she reached out to me and she asked if she just simply wanted, if I just wanted to live with her and her family, my family now. And I didn't think twice of it at all. And I don't think they thought twice of it either. Um, so, um, yeah, we just, I just said, all right, I'm going to do this and I'm going to move in. And, um, I didn't ask my birth parents or anything. I think they, I think they, they knew that they couldn't give me what I really needed. I always wanted more. Um, I, I don't know. I was all, I felt like I was always different from them and I just wanted, I wanted to go somewhere, and I wanted to, I think I had a plan, a dream, and I just kind of wanted to go for it, and um, 
I knew I was going to be in the right place once I moved in. And um, they picked me up. I moved out. And uh, I remember buying a bed. Went to Ikea. Went to Ikea, bought a bed. Haley and I, um, we were in the bed, on the bed together, and it was just fun. Um, so, yeah. That's, I was about 17, so I'm 24 now, so I've been living with them for quite some time. And, um, yeah. And what is the thing that surprised you the most? Surprised me the most? I think it's that, you know, we all have two parents that we were born in with, um, that they gave birth to us, and that I think it just surprised me that I had two other parents that wanted to take me in as their third child, too. And that shocked And um, it shocked me. It did. Because I didn't know that I was able to... I'm, very, I'm a lo- very loving person, but I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was able to love two other parents again. And you trust two other parents. Trust? <laughs> Beautiful. Let's give her a round of applause. <laughs> sharing their experience, strength, and hope with us. Thank you. She made it seem like so easy. (laughs) Just came and lived with us. It was, it kind of was like that. Um, It was a little bit more, you know, there was a lot more to it. Um, And what I saw was this young girl that I used to take to dance and to soccer and um, take under my wing since she was little. And my husband and I actually, I remember saying, because I don't want to talk bad of anyone, but it was just tough for her. It wasn't a good situation for her. Um, And I guess her parents did their best, the best they could. And But I remember saying to my husband, and had a feeling that I would know her as a daughter later on. I, I just... Maybe God was speaking to me then, and I just kind of knew. And when I saw that she had some troubles and moved away to another state, and all she wanted to do was go to school, I said, I need her. I need to help her get to where she wants to be because she was different, and I knew she would be incredible, which she is. Um. Not that that was the easiest decision. I mean, it, it sounds it like it was, but there was a lot. Um, I was bearing a lot at the time, but I knew I was bearing a lot of love that I had to give. And it was scary because it was like when a mom is going to have a second child, maybe some of you can relate to that, and you don't know if you can give the same love, but times that by 10... I thought, can I do this? Can I love her like I love my daughters? And will this hurt my daughters? And will they not feel the love from me as well? Nice breath. So, um, but I just knew. um, And um, she came. I remember saying, do you want to live with me? That was it. Um, so I am her mom, 
and she has two incredible sisters as well. And I'm I'm actually amazed that you you can love somebody you didn't give birth to, even having birth children the same. You you can. I didn't I didn't know I could, but I you you can. You can. <laughs> um, Uh, I don't know. Yeah, 500 million things I could say, but um, they, it's just been incredible to, to have two children that I gave birth to that I love so much and then have this other person that came in at such an older age who I love so much and to watch them grow. And it, it, it's just, I'm so grateful that um, God gave me the love to give to all of them. That's just all. <laughs> yeah. Martha, you make everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, the generosity of their sharing allows each of us to re-remember mothering and the outpouring of God's love through whatever form of mothering that each and every one of us deserves and needs. And if there is a suffering heart in this audience, or if there's an elated heart, you all belong in the New Church Live community because God's love is mothering energy. And that takes courage for each of us to give to each other, to give to ourselves, and be an instrument for that. And that's what these two have given us today, is what a beautiful instrument of God's mothering love that's been available right here for these two and for their family. So thank you very much. So I wanted to ask a final question. And, and by the way, for all the guys in there, like when I knew I needed to grab Kleenexes, I'm running down the hall and I'm thinking like, paper towels, no. Toilet paper, no. For all the guys in there, that would be your first thought. Casey, back me up on that. You know, so anyhow. Well, thanks for the song. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> thanks for the song. You know, it was, was beautiful. Like, I just, I think the world of you too. Thanks. You know, I really do. I think the world of this family right here. You know, an amazing group. And I thought to close, if there was someone or a group you wanted to honor, just as I would really like to just honor their courage. You know, we talked about this a little bit out. Let's each of you just have a quick last minute. Just I'd like to honor for their courage. The four of them sitting right there, especially my two other daughters, for um, allowing me to share my love with someone else. And um, I want to honor her birth parents. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) 
She wore her makeup so I well did. today. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know what might be up. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to honor the same as well. Um, I don't think it's easy, you know, having an, a, a third child, a um, another person in the house after you know, growing up with just the two sisters and, you know, just having each other. And um, it's having the, you know, having another grandchild, having another daughter, having another, you know, person living in their house with them after, you know, she's, she's not, she wasn't born with you or, you know, she's just, 17-year-old just popped out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> and so I'd like to honor my family now. Um, and I, I'd like to honor my birth parents too, only because um, I, I don't think it was easy for them to, um, see me leave and let go. And, um, also my brothers as well. I do have three brothers, birth brothers, um, that I'd like to honor because I don't, they, they didn't see my point of view when I was younger. Um, but now I think they get the hit and they get the view. And so I'd like to honor them as well. There's something that I wanted to share and it's, it's not even about me, but it, maybe it's for anybody. Um, I was afraid to, to in, initially really scared um, of others and what others would think and do. And I've had some, you know, it, it was difficult because... Um, it was, it was hard, but I knew she needed me, and I knew she needed the love, and I knew she needed this type of mothering because I knew she had so much potential and I wasn't going to let go. But it was, it, it, I was so scared because people um, were not kind, but I wouldn't let go. So don't let go. If somebody needs your love, don't let go. Is that courage? Yeah, it's courage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. That's it. Thank you. I just want to say thank you again. Thank you, folks, so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. At New Church Live, you know, again, I, I love sharing those stories because I, I feel like, you know, we can talk about love or courage a million and one ways, right? But then we have to see it. We're not changed. Please listen carefully. We're not changed by the facts in our head. We're changed by the stories that touch our hearts. We're not changed by the facts in our head. We're changed by the stories that touch our hearts. So important that we share these stories because I think life, you know, it's, 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 you know, I'm at a point now where I, I don't see things always broken into binaries. I feel like we're always wrestling back and forth with different things. And I think this is one of the big ones. Where do we struggle to place our final trust in God's unfailing love or our own ultimate control? I like option B. That ultimate control, where I can, and I can kind of conflate the two pretty easily. I can believe that if I can control myself, if I can control my life circumstances, and I can control everyone in my life, then I'll trust God. Anybody else ever feel that way? 
You know, that, that control piece. But that's not what we're asked to do. I'm going to step over here. You know, and think about these words. Bella's going to be coming down front here, meeting me down front, and we're going to do the final prayer together. And as we're getting set up for that, you know, think about these words. We do have that word of bears, which is the plus and the minus. We do have that word kenosis, which has the plus and the minus. Did we see examples of how the two go together over here? Absolutely. I think that piece where we finally come to just accept God's unfailing love is when we get that God just holds this whole thing. That beautiful mothering energy. Being able to hold the blessings and the breakings of life. Our job, as best we can, is to let go of control in all the ways that it's limiting our lives and try as best we can to manifest God's love as God gives us to see it. I really do believe God places you and me, us, in the world he intends for us to heal. May you have a time, this Mother's Day, of seeing it honoring those who've done that for you and seeking to not just acknowledge the blessing, but as we say in this church all the time, to be the blessing. Happy Mother's Day. Bella's going to be joining me for a prayer here. Bella, so good to have you, sister. Boom. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. Please join us in a prayer. Bella's going to offer a prayer, and then I'll just close and just have a few silent moments of meditation. Go ahead. Um, so my mom and I haven't really been seeing eye to eye lately, but I just wanted to thank her and all the mothers and grandmothers and just women out there for being such good influences and strong and I don't really know what to say right now, but <laughs> I just want to say this is mostly to my mom that I love you, mom, and thank you for always being there for me. Oh, Bella, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here, stay here with a prayer for me. All right? So, Lord, thank you for your presence here among us today. Thank you for the beautiful sharing of a prayer, for the beautiful sharing of gratitude. For the beauty, Lord, as well, of hearing people's stories, stories that can echo deep within our heart and touch our souls. Thank you, Lord, for gathering us together today. Thank you for the gift of music. Thank you, Lord, for motherhood, for all that that means. Help us to choose, Lord, to choose your love, your way, and your life. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can support this podcast at www. 
newchurchlive.tv. 